Hello, metalheads. You have reached the Great Metal Debate Podcast. I am Gom Thog, and on the other end of the Skype hotline is my partner, Brian. Brian, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Gom Thog? Doing well, man. Just got done listening to your interview with the one, the only, Eddie Levinsky of Hollow, Carchaos, and Bane, three incredible Canadian heavy metal bands. Edward! Edward was a great interview. I'm sure you're going to love what he has to talk about. He has a definite style all his own, and he talks a lot about Hollow and Carchaos both. So it's going to be great to hear. So let's take a listen to Mr. Eddie Levinsky. Tonight we have Mr. Eddie Levitsky. Did I say that right, Eddie? Yes, you did. Of Hollow and Carchaos fame. Now, Eddie, welcome to the Great Metal Debate Podcast. It's cool of you to join us tonight. Thanks for having me. It's always a thrill to talk to uh, someone who uh, you see and hear playing the music that you love. Uh, like I said, I was banging it out to the landscape just yesterday and, and also today. Uh, excellent Thanks. song, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. Now, um, what we're going to do, Eddie, if we can, we're going to talk about the metal, just the metal music and the bass playing in general, and then we're going to talk about your band specifics. Is that cool? That's cool. That's cool. Indeed, All right. Now, um, you are originally from Uzbekistan. Is that correct? Uh, I am, actually. My passport is a, a, a legit Soviet Union passport. Uh, I was born in what's called now Uzbekistan, but back in the day, it was, it was the Union. I am, yeah, yeah. I am literally from Mother Russia. I, I read that you spoke three languages, French, Russian, and English. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I try. So can, can you tell us your story about how you got here? Just a quick version. I don't need background details or anything. Just tell us how you got here and started rocking. Uh, well, I uh, I got here while I was five years old. Uh, we went through Israel before coming in here. My dad was always a, a avid you know, music fan, and he, he was actually the, the person that showed me metal. He showed me Rammstein. He showed me Cannibal Corpse. I was too young to understand any of that stuff, but I grew uh -huh. up in that environment, so I'm very lucky uh, to have parents that supported me uh, all these years. You know, So one thing led to another. I picked up an instrument. I'm a guitar player first and foremost, uh -huh. and uh, yeah. Like I said, one thing led to another, and I started rocking out in a couple of bands. Initially, uh, Hollow being my baby, I've had it since high school years. Right. Um, joined Carcaos, uh a little bit over a year ago. I'm also mm -hmm. in another band called Bane. It's a Serbian band that moved into Montreal. They reestablished here, and they needed uh, musicians, so I joined up. Excellent. Very cool. So Dad taught you metal as all good dads should. <laughs> Anything else we need to know about you personally before we move on, Eddie? Um, well, I'm a uh, very tall, handsome man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I am the exact opposite of that, so I have no idea what you're talking about. But that's another podcast. We'll move on to some questions. <laughs> Go ahead. Now, Eddie, I always, I always start out with this question. I haven't met too many headbangers who, who don't have one of these. What, what was your moment, Eddie, that moment of epiphany or that sort of semi-religious moment when you knew that, that this was going to be your, your muse? Um, the moment you decide you're going to listen to and talk about and make this type of music for, you know, at least the next portion of your life. Well, uh, my moment is actually, I remember it very clearly. Um, I remember going to a couple of shows, you know, I was still 
ser- soul searching, looking to uh, you know join a a clique, I guess, be someone. Yeah. And I remember going to a hard rock show, and uh, I went to Summer uh, Sanitarium. It was called. There was Linkin Park, Metallica, Mudvayne, right. uh, Limp yeah. Biscuit. It was a weird, weird lineup. But I enjoyed uh, the show thoroughly. And I didn't right. know if I enjoyed all the music. I, if I remember correctly, I used to go for uh, Linkin Park of all those bands, you know, for shame. Yeah, so, <laughs> hey, some of the mainline metal, uh, hard rock, uh, sort of radio rock, but that's cool. Yeah, and, well, that kind of leads me. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and well, the moment that you, you, you wanted to know is that I remember yes. being in my first uh, mosh pit there, and I was being pushed. I didn't understand what the hell was going on. <laughs> but I noticed that as soon as you fall, there's a million hands trying to pick you up. And that feeling of togetherness, that's the one thing that made me, you know, feel part of something, feel part of the KISS Army feeling, you know? Yeah, the the metal army. I love that feeling myself. Now, you know, I hate asking questions that every other interviewer asks, but I think it's an important one. I think this is a really important one. Um, Who were your musical influences growing up? You you talked about Linkin Park, and you didn't really enjoy that later on, but, but who did you really get into early? Um, like I said, I grew up in a really weird environment. My dad listened to everything from Uriah Heep to, uh, I don't know, Whitesnake to Cannibal Corpse to Metallica, you know, and I grew up in that, but that was my dad's music, you know, mentally, that's that's what yeah. it was. So I tried discovering my own thing, and I, I, I fell in love with a band called Iced Earth. Oh, and yeah. that is the that. one band that really showed me, you know, that music can be melodic, it could be heavy, it could, you know. It had everything that uh, basically composes most of uh, my compositions. Uh, you know, Iced Earth is a great band. They have the, the new uh, record out with Stu Block that's just awesome. Yeah, uh, another great fun. Canadian vocalist there. Yeah, so Iced Earth, that's great. And, you know, and they're uh, they're one of our favorites on the on the podcast here. Um, As they so, should be. Yes, they should be. I agree. I agree. So. Um, what do you, what do you see as your role as a bass player in metal music, Eddie? Uh, is it the spice, the backbone, the heart? Is it the star of the band? What what do you see your bass playing doing for your bands and for your songs? I believe in one thing. I don't. I started out as a guitar player. I used I used to play trumpet even before then. Like I said, you know, lots of soul searching, looking through you know instruments right. and stuff like that. Um, in my honest opinion, a good bass player is someone who plays uh, a plethora of different instruments because. Uh, to understand exactly what the bass does, it supports a band, yes, but you also have to play with frequencies. You have to know where you can show off, where you can, you know, do your little tapping thing. You know, it's very easy to go 100 miles an hour and play a million notes in a second. Right. But yeah. to to you know to get Geddy Lee good, you have to know what you're doing. So I didn't know that when I I, I started playing the bass. I used to be the guitar player in in Hollow, yeah. and uh, all the songs are my compositions. You know, including the riffs and stuff. So what okay. happened is that when we lost our bassist, uh, we had to find a replacement. Uh-huh. And trying to find a replacement for guitar was much easier. So, you know, we found another guitar player that didn't stay long in the band. And I kind of demoted myself because I said, you know what, I'll take the hit. It's my band. Right. And uh, yeah. it's the best thing I've ever done. And so you actually enjoy playing it, even though it's not your original instrument. Oh, I enjoy it way more than playing guitar because it's a, it's a, like I said, it's got a lot of things to it. Like the, the easiest and the fastest way I can explain the uh-huh. difference between bass and guitar is that the bass, it's all about the right hand. You know, it's the pop, it's the slap. 
yeah. it's the little muted notes in between notes, but yeah. while your left hand stays, you know, more or less, you know, okay, you know, in small, it's got four strings, you know, if you're playing your four string bass. Right. And the guitar, it's all about the left hand, you know, you're going super fast, you're doing your sweeps, especially in technical music such as metal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, and so it is technique. That's the thing that makes a good bass player. It's the groove, man. It's the groove. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, now, are your roles uh, the 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 role of your instrument, the bass? Uh, does it play different roles in hollow versus carchaos? Oh yeah, it does. Um, hollow has only one guitar player, so there's a lot of room uh, I can fill with my bass. It's easy yeah. to you know put too much, as well as it's easy to just say, you know what, I'm just gonna be in the backbone and not shine at all and just keep uh, 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 you know keep a groove. Carchaos has two guitar players. It's a very it's a very standard kind of composition wise. It's it yeah. follows a, a a more poppy structure. You know it it's it's it, well it depends on the songs obviously, but it follows a structure right. that is great. You know it gets all the masses going and everything, but it follows a, a specific st uh, structure. It doesn't have a lot of experimentation. Um, on hollow, on the other hand, it's more it's a, it's a musician's kind of music. You know, hopefully more than just musicians enjoy it. There's I right. believe that there's more to uh, to each song than just you know what what your first impression of the songs are. Uh, but my bass playing is all over the place. You know, I'm trying to uh, to go right. the Geddy Lee approach on on things. You know, and do something that's odd, but it kind of works, and that's cool. Mm -hmm. On the Carchaos one, I'm just driving the song. You have to, you know, sync in with the drums. You kind of play, uh, right, as a band more togetherness, you know. I see. So, you know, in Hollow, you are the spice, and and in Carchaos, you're more of the backbone. That's a that's a great description you just gave there. Now, let me ask you this, and you may have answered this in, in some form, but I want you to expand on it a little bit. As a bass player, what's your role in writing music? Uh, you know, you said you play guitar and even trumpet and bass. Uh, uh, what's your role in actually writing the music uh, for the two different bands? Um, well, Carchaos was a it was a funny thing because um, my experience was only with with uh, Hollow playing bass before, you know. So and it's my yes. baby, it's my band. No one really tells me what not to do. What you know, right. there's no limits um, because it's my vision. So when when I was playing that kind of music, you know, I was trying to. Uh, you know, Spice, like you said, I think you summarized it the best. Uh, in Carcaos, though, when I joined it, I tried to show off a little bit too much. It didn't work with the song, so I had limits that I had to respect and that were imposed on me. The thing is, though, when I joined the band, a month later, we went into studio recording. So I only had a right. month to experiment and to try and find a sound uh, yeah. for, for Carcaos. So, so you still don't know what your role for your real role for Carcaos is going to be, do you? Oh, so you kind of get in there. I, uh, we played enough shows so that I can actually, you know, I'm very proud of the recording. Like I said, I wish I had more time, obviously, you know. Yeah. But yeah. at the it's same, a great album. Thank you. And but at the same time, I'm very, very proud of it. You know, the whole album, the whole groove of it. I did experiment uh -huh. on a couple of things, but like I said, it was the first time writing with limits, with set limits, and it was a. a, a as a composer, that was a challenge that was very yeah. interesting to do. Yeah. So, um, did, you, did you do any uh, uh, of the lyric writing? Uh, did you write all the lyrics for Hollow, or is that a compilation between you and some other members of the band? Well, the way it works, I have only one um, song that I have written lyrics uh, mm -hmm. about. It's called Vlad, and it's kind of it's got many layers. Um, 
Vlad used to be my best friend growing up, you know. We we bonded uh-huh. over ice turf. We got together. This whole band started out with me and him. He disappeared right. uh, at the age of 19, and he was found dead. There's no more information than that. And so that kind of, wow. yeah, it kind of, you know, made me continue hollow as as in memory, in loving memory of, of, of Vlad. And yeah, uh, a- so, so uh, you know. That's an awesome, loving tribute, man. The song is great. It's got that slow start out, and it has the many layers. Yeah, well, uh, see, Vlad, that's the thing. It's, it's still, you know, a hard thing to talk about, but. Vlad, sure. when we, when we got together, we decided to, he used to he's uh, he was a Romanian guy, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he was all about Vlad Tepes, you know, Vlad Dracula. That was his fun little right. little thing. Mm-hmm. And we decided to write a, a song called Vlad about Vlad, right? So yeah. there's like three levels of Vlad in that song. And I wrote the lyrics and I kept them. Everything else, though, it's kind of uh, I work with my singer. I impose a uh, a subject matter. And he kind of uh-huh. does his research around that, and he spins these crazy, crazy lyrics. Very <laughs> talented guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, that uh, that's a great story about your friend, man. It's an awesome, uh, awful tragedy, uh, but it certainly is an awesome song and an awesome tribute. Thank you, man. All right. So, talk to me about being in the two bands, Eddie, a little bit. Uh, not necessarily the music, but what's good about it, and what's challenging about being in two bands, or actually three now with Bane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it is a challenge. It's al- it's also a lot of fun, right? And it gives you gigs. Uh-huh. It gets you. Uh, it gives you a certain name also here in Montreal. Uh, hopefully elsewhere as well. Um, it's it's fun. You're doing what you always did. The thing is, it's you got you kind of end up juggling in between things. Uh-huh. Um, and also, you it's it's just a lot of running around. But yeah. my kind of personality, um, I like this challenge. I like running around, and I like. Um, like I said, I like this challenge, I guess. Well, excellent. Now, you are in Montreal, is that correct? Yes, sir. And then uh, Car Chaos, are they in Montreal also? Yep. Yeah, we actually share the same locale. Uh, my Car Chaos and Hollow were in the same place, and we're all friends. Oh, cool. Okay. Excellent. Well, that's not that much of a challenge then. It's just all the craziness involved. Now, I don't care about the, the details. I'm not looking for dirty. I just want to, are there like jealousies in the band? Like where people say, you know, come, you need to be here more or, you know, do you run into stuff like that? Oh, no, no, no. When you, when you're a professional in anything that you do, if you, you know, if you say you're there you, or you say, look, this is, you know, you, you, you kind of show a contract. You say, look, guys, I'm going to be only be able to do this once every two weeks. They accept it. Right. There's no jealousy after that I mean and we're very professional people all of us and um, we always do what needs to be done and the hearts there you know everyone's friends with everyone of course you know it's a business and we're business partners first and foremost uh-huh. yeah but we, we also have a mutual respect between everyone and it's not yeah, a, music shouldn't be a competition music is all about being you know together and pushing forward uh, the limits of what music can be Man, that's that's a great answer, and I'm I, you know, and it's very cool, and says a lot about you that you can that you can work with such great people like that. Uh, and the Canadian metal scene is amazing. I think it's one of the the hottest metal scenes on the planet right now. Oh, it's crazy! It's really it really is. We have uh, where I live downtown. We have like seven six bars in five minutes in any direction, <laughs> and they all play loud music. It's a uh, common thing here, you know. It's very interesting. Excellent. I'd love to be in a place where six bars play 
metal. That'd be great. Let me ask you this. Not necessarily musically. You've already talked about it. What's the biggest difference between the bands, the personalities of the bands? Uh, well, we have a woman front woman, actually, in yeah. uh, Carcaos. And we also have a front woman in Hollow. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, that man, woman looks an awful lot like a dude to me. <laughs> it's the mustache, man. No, it's singers. Singers are all the yeah. same. Um, moving on. <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> The personalities is that there's we're only uh, hollow has been with me since like I said high school years we all know each other we all hate each other we're all tired <laughs> of each other you know we're brothers sure. it's like the closest yes. thing to a family Carcaos we've been together for a year we're still kind of you know finding uh, a balance between everyone and but we're enjoying the everyone's company you know we're there to stay but there's also six people you know and six people yeah. that have jobs school work whatever uh, you know, gathering together in the same place. The heart is there, but it's very hard to uh, to uh, keep mo six people motivated all the time. Same thing with four people. So I guess right. the biggest difference is, is is the number of people and the number of personalities and and egos. I guess. I see. Yeah. Um, now I saw where you said you finished your homework. Uh, you are you in school currently? Is that a question you want to answer? <laughs> yeah, you saw that on <laughs> Facebook. I did. It's buying me. Um, yeah, I, I am in I'm school. I'm my my last year, and uh, I'm done. <laughs> uh, light at the end of the tunnel is always nice. Yeah, a couple of weeks, man. Wish me luck. Excellent. All of you. I could definitely. Now, I also saw on your Facebook where you said you got out of a speeding ticket with your boobs. You want to explain that one a little bit, or is it oh, just going to go on? Oh my God! It's a it's a, it's a <laughs> it wasn't it's not a true thing. It's uh. I, you, you yeah, I didn't chain, figure. It, you receive a chain uh, email, you know. Morning yeah. breast cancer, I, I think, and you have to That's write cool. something like that. It was an, it's a Facebook thing. Yeah, I saw that. I said I can't leave that. I one. could. I'm pretty enough to, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty enough to do that, but uh, it didn't happen yet. Yeah, I'm not comfortable <laughs> answering that question right there. So. But that's cool, man. Let's talk about metal again. Now, metal's blown up recently. It's actually kind of come back around full circle from the '80s, and uh, uh, the shrapnel comes in all shapes and sizes. You got power metal, death metal. Melodic, death metal, thrash, symphonic metal, deathcore. Oh, I see where some, you're going. I see. Yeah, some soon-to-be-named, uh, categorized core. Um, <laughs> where do you see metal going and, and, and all the different brands and styles of metal? Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, well, l listen, I'm, I'm uh, as much as I'd like to say I'm a fervent believer that metal should be just metal, there's a uh -huh. anthropological need for human beings to categorize everything. It's been like, that's been the truth in any, you know, form of art since the beginning of time you know right you can right. you can see a painting and you say that belonged to cubist era you know it's everyone right. categorizes everything um so unfortunately i kind of have to find a category for for hollow for for example it's very hard to categorize because um uh, it's got lots of influences from different you know genres of music there's right. there's a lot of mastodon. There's a lot of symphonic elements. At the same time, we wear the makeup that's super black metal. But our music uh -huh. is 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 recorded um, and and structured like death metal. It's got different vocals, uh, right. you know, and it's very hard to categorize. But if I had to categorize, I guess it's uh, symphonic black metal. <laughs> that would be the symphonic black metal. Yeah. Okay. You know, you just made my partner very happy. He categorizes everything. I I must not be human because I don't have that need to categorize. But I'm not saying I'm always right about everything either. Uh, I, I mentioned it was death metal and you said black metal. 
and you think the difference has to do with the costumes or the sound of the music? It's, or it's, it's the both? mood. It's actually we're we're a uh, hollow because well, especially black metal. Any black metal has it has the mood they create live. You know, you you don't go on stage wearing your your pajamas and your favorite uh, <laughs> band's shirt and you play. You right. know, you create a mood, uh, kind of another worldly uh, experience. Death metal, on the other hand, is very respectable for the technical abilities uh-huh. of the musician so he can go in pajamas no one cares you know as long as he plays <laughs> like 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 he blows everyone away and right. and those two genres they they uh, for example all my death metal friends they hate yeah. black metal because they said well you rely more on moods and atmosphere instead of musicality uh-huh. and vice versa the black metal guys usually say the right. same thing about death metal saying that it's kind of boring see a guy look at his neck the whole the whole of the show <laughs> you know so there's yeah. there's no need to categorize just look at everything around you look at all the weirdest bands with you know freaking yeah. listen to swing and try and incorporate those elements into your music try to make something push the boundaries of music that's what you should do you should strive to do art you you can do whatever you want you can say you're doing death metal melodic metal non-melodic metal but try to do something that's your own sound and right. that to me is very important cool so you find growth as an artist extremely important of course and also a, a a what's the you know there's a pastiche i guess that's the word i'm looking for there's a lot of people imitating people right even including yes. in visual arts you did, how uh-huh. many how many landscapes can you see right um, right. But the first person who did it, he's always going to be the one that's going to be remembered because he created the art. He created something from absolutely zero. And right. that is what I'm trying to do with with Hollow. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. Uh, a compliment. It's a compliment coming from me anyway, is that I see elements of both of what you're talking about. I see the technical musicianship uh, in your bass playing, the guitar playing. Uh, and I also see the black metal part of it, the, the mood and the attitude. So I think you have accomplished what you set out to do with Hollow. Thanks. That's a that's actually a very good compliment. We try, you know, and it's uh, it, we're not writing for the public because that's the question any musician should ask himself. So are you impose, you know, are you writing for a public's demand, or are you right. imposing your style of music and creating a demand? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. That's a worthy go. Let me ask you this. Uh, uh, where do you see metal heading and, and where do you see your metal heading in more particular? Um, I don't know. I really don't know. I guess uh, metal is becoming more and more popular. There's more acceptance. Uh, you, you know, Even on radio, there's a couple of bands that you can hear screaming. Yeah. Um, so I guess the distortion and heavy guitars and heavy double bass drumming is more and more accepted in the world. So I guess metal is going to be more uh, uh, supported by a lot of formats so that will push the boundaries of metal even more because once you have support you can experiment even more so I'm guessing it's a good thing excellent excellent all right let's uh, move on to what I like to call the lightning round Eddie and this is just I want to ask you a few questions and you just give me your first initial one word one sentence answer off the top of your head how's that Uh oh okay that's easy who's your bassist icon who's your hero Cliff Burton Cliff Burton excellent Bass solo, take one. Who's your band icon? Uh, Ice Earth. Ice Earth, excellent. How do you get up for a show if you're having a bad day? Uh, I just get up because it's a show and it's fun. 
and you're, it's, you can't even call it work. It's just awesome. Uh, <laughs> so do you find that the show gets you up? The show gets you up, man. Feeling, having even five people in front of you um, that are just screaming because they're having a good time is a, is a cool feeling, you know? Excellent, excellent. Do you believe in ghosts? Nope. Okay, how long does it take you to put on your hollow makeup and gear? Me, personally, it takes, uh, I guess, 25 to 30 minutes. The whole band, about three hours if we have the time to do so. Yeah, is that makeup, paint you put it's, on there? It's or? Rush. We, we're working with Bob Skelton. It's a Montreal artist, and it takes about three hours every show. So we sacrifice a lot of time. We sacrifice sure. a lot of you know, time that we could use you know, to eat. <laughs> we're sacrificing <laughs> that every single show. And we hope that people notice that and appreciate the extra effort. Well, you can eat human flesh later during the uh, show. Is what it appears to be. Yeah, I was hoping you'd say you say a magic word and are transformed into that, but apparently that doesn't work. <laughs> uh, do the ladies dig bass playing zombies? Uh, ladies dig bass players. That's it. <laughs> Excellent. And tell us one thing most people don't know about you, Eddie. Um, I guess I'm Russian. That came out of the bag. Um, yes. What else? I also. Oh, that was a good. One. Yeah, it was a good one, right? <laughs> yes, it was a good one. Um, well, then let's move. Let me ask you this: um, Is there anything that you've ever wanted to be asked in an interview and haven't been asked yet? Um, honestly, not really. I'm I'm uh, I'm pretty open to all questions. I, I I really wanted to speak honestly about the music industry and how you feel and this whole this this interview was awesome. By the way, thank you uh -huh. so much, man. Because well, because I got to talk about how I feel about you know where music is heading and what an artist should do and what's the difference between someone who's a real artist on someone who's imitating and they're you know just just to reap the rewards for a couple of years and disappear you know there's always going to be imitations yeah. and and that yeah. doesn't mean they're bad but they're not right. here to stay so i got to talk about that so that was the i guess that's i was longing for that question all right so eddie tell us what's uh, up and coming with uh, both car chaos and hollow if you will uh hollow is releasing uh, an album uh, our first first album since our EP in 2010. It's been and the name of that is yeah more Drake and it's going to be Drake. released uh, in May and it's been a long long time coming. It's been a lot of effort and we recorded. We went through a couple of studios to record this. We went through a couple of personnel changes. You know, I I joined. Uh, I I mean I started playing bass, so it it, yeah. it took a long long time. But this is going to be my love child. You know. So I'm very yeah. proud and happy to release it finally. Um, well, let me let me tell the listeners real quick. I've heard a little bit of the promo material for that album, and it's freaking awesome. And you're going to need to get that as soon as it comes out. What about Carcaos? Carcaos has a show for um, a little competition called En Route to Heavy MTL. We're mm -hmm. uh, going to finals. Uh, it's going to secure us a space, uh, a place to play at uh, North America's largest uh, heavy metal uh, festival called Heavy Excellent. MTL here in Montreal. And uh, hopefully we're going to win that one and uh, have a really good time at the Heavy MTL. Let me also recommend to the listeners that you pick up the new Car Chaos album, Empire, which is already out. Uh, and you can get that at their uh, site, which I'm going to let you say here in a minute. So, well, let's just do that. Where can fans get merchandise and music uh, for both Car Chaos and Hollow, Eddie? CarChaos.com and HollowOfficial.com. Carcales.com is already running. Holloofficial.com is going to be running in the next couple of days. Uh, all okay. the information is going to be there. But in the meantime, you can go and check us out on, on Facebook uh, or YouTube or all the social medias. You, you, you just can't win with those. You, you have to be on them. 
Uh, yeah, you do. Yeah. You do. So Facebook.com, Hollow Canada. Uh, you'll find us. Say hi. We don't bite, even though we look like it. <laughs> Yeah, you kind of look like you bite, but that's cool. Uh, we'll have those up on our Facebook page as well, on uh, the Great Metal Debate page. Um, well, listen, uh, thanks, Eddie Levitsky of Hollow and Car Chaos, and uh, thank you to our listeners. I want you to keep listening. On our next session, Gomthog and I debate, argue, and quite possibly uh, fist fight about something called Opposite George Metal Day coming up. Right on. And uh, Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Eddie. I really appreciate it. It's a great interview. Hey, let me just take a second and personally thank you for sharing uh, that very personal story about Vlad. I think sometimes we don't get that kind of stuff uh, when we uh, hear about musicians. So excellent job, excellent interview, and just thank you. Thank you, guys. Cheers. All right, cool.